Welcome to Firelit Radio. Hi, I'm Meg. Welcome to Firelit Radio. I'm Nabil, and um, yeah, this is Firelit. So excited to be here. Yeah, so uh, we finally got this off the ground. We're so excited to talk <laughs> about uh, n- literature, but not just literature, like topics that are relevant to like our everyday lives and to society through the lens of literature. Literature and beyond. This is actually so cool. We've got a professional kind of setup it's for our sick. podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Straharsky. Or kind he, of go, a he goes by Carl now. Is it Mr. Carl or Mr. Stretch? Mr. Carl. Mr. Carl. You guys heard that. Okay. Oh. So, okay. we also have Jack here. Shout out to Jack. Um, all right, let's introduce the topic. We got our executive producer, Christian. Okay, <laughs> 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 okay so basically, um, this month's theme is uh, fear because uh, it's spooktober. <laughs> spooky season. <laughs> yeah, it's spooky season, guys. Um, so basically, when you think of fear, like, wh- what do you guys think of? I think of, uh, actually, Meg, why don't you go first? Um, I was gonna let it go to you first, <laughs> and then I would like think about it. But um, like fear of fear speaking in public, like right now. I mean, well, obviously I not because we're here right now. So I <laughs> don't have a fear of like being loud and speaking in public. Actually, like obviously. Yeah, I feel like in English, like, we kind of just, like, learned that you can't have that fear. Like, you just have to kind of, like, get over that and just, like, move forward. It's like, okay, there's this new thing that I'm, I, I get really worried about. It's um, presentations. Ooh. They're so high stake. That's rough. Yeah. And it's like, you have to prepare for it and you have to know what you're saying. Because if you don't know what you're analyzing, you're just, like, there. Yeah. Doing nothing. So, so is that why you decided to do a podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to prepare <laughs> or understand it. Honestly, yeah, I like I like the this like free flowing conversation. This uh, honesty is so refreshing. I'm living for it. I've <laughs> been honest a lot of my life, except wow. for middle school. Ooh, let's not bring <laughs> that up. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Middle school is the least honest time of anyone's life. Remember when Bo was okay. <laughs> So basically, um, <laughs> sorry, that was a yeah, we got that off was a tangent there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was surely a tangent. Okay, surely. so I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, w- okay. Uh, what about what about you guys's like our fears? Yeah. Honestly, like I don't mind presentations. Like I'm kind of good at talking because I talk a lot. But, like, when it comes to, like, the writing stuff, I cannot. Like, that's my biggest fear. Like, time stuff, I'm just not good at that. Like, it's really not a vibe for me. Yeah. What, what about, about you, you, Christian? Like, moths. Moth? Oh, <laughs> I hate moths. I know, right? Also, Mo- butterflies, though. Okay. Kind of ugly. Uh, but moths are just, like, carlo- colorless butterflies. They're, no. s- they're, na- they're furry. They're disgusting. They're like dead butterflies. <laughs> oh, but you know what scares me m- more than moths? Uh, dystopian society. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's a oh, perfect segue. Perfect so convenient. Segue. Oh my gosh, is that what we're talking about today? Can we repeat that we again? Are. Can we repeat that again? What? The dystopian society part. <laughs> dystopian society. Dystopian society. <laughs> so I feel like the book that best represents the theme of fear this month would have to be 1984. Do you guys agree with that? I agree with. I agree. Okay, so for a brief little background, 1984 by George Orwell revolves around a dystopian society 
in which the government has total control over all of their citizens' actions, thoughts, and even beliefs. So they have a leading party that is called Ingsoc, and they have even found a way to prevent rebellion in individuals' thoughts and speech. So the party's omniscient leader, otherwise known solely as Big Brother, or just known as Big Brother, is an ever-present watchful eye on all Oceanian citizens, implementing something that's called Newspeak, which basically means that they are attempting to prevent all rebellion by restricting the range of language and, therefore, restricting thoughts that oppose the party. But not only is speech censored, but thought crime is perhaps one of the worst crimes one could commit. So what is thought crime? Thought crime, right, is basically when the party monitors your thoughts or anything that could be dangerous to them and is opposing. And how do they do that? If you commit a thought crime, you'll get vaporized. Vaporized. Yeah. So wow. So it's not like they can like they have like a chip in your mind or something and they can just like read your mind. No. Okay, Would so be cool though. So it's it's just you know if you if you do an action if you if you look at if you if you do something that that the government doesn't like you just get vaporized. Yeah, and being vaporized means that not only will you be killed, but like everybody who's known you, or like who's ever like heard about you, will forget that you exist and also forget that they forgot that you existed that's crazy so it's like ultimate censorship it's like the next level yeah ultimate censorship so there's in that sense they're keeping the ideas of revolution like within a bubble and like not letting them like go out into people's consciousness and what's interesting about the book itself is that it was written in 1948 to predict what would happen in 1984 and not only was it right, I feel like it also predicted certain things that happen in today's world and even like our direct ISM community as well. So that's Clearly. super interesting to talk Clearly. about. With, with Cyberhound. I mean, Cyberhound is for our safety, I think. Okay, Inksock can say that. That's true. Okay. It's I mean, I mean like it's okay. like a less, you know, like it's pretty mild because all they want us to do is like make sure that we're not playing like I don't even know. Porn. Like, yeah, watching porn in class, like, watching Netflix, <laughs> which is in a way good. But it's interesting to see how, like, when you type something onto Google Chat, like, if you say certain words, the counselors get, like, notified. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's, like... Like, if you jokingly are, like, I want to kill it myself, which is, like, classic, like, self-deprecating humor, you know, like, you uh, get called in. Yeah, and y- it, there was this one time I remember in middle school, I think. <laughs> we, it was it was me and you. Yeah, it was me. It was, it was the... It was a wellness thing. We were doing this work, and then he had to search up, like, something with, like, depression or something, right? Yeah, I, like I, I had to send a, my wellness report to Yoon Chan, and it had the word suicide in it. I mean, but that's that's not really... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it could argue that it's for the greater good of us. But, like, it's the same thing. Like, what is allowed to be censored and what isn't? Like, should hate speech be censored? This well, is why we don't have free will in the school. Yes. Do we even have free will? Period. Like even this school, like minus in this school, like just in general, like do we have free will? I don't think Cyberhound is censorship, though. Is Cyberhound it? Cyberhound is I censorship. Think I mean, it's. I don't really mind it though, because it's not like it really has affected anyone that much. I feel like it's like backhand censorship. It's, it's m- like if you do this, you're de- you're gonna get in trouble. Because if you say s- these that's certain words, that's not necessarily censorship. Like it just prevents you from searching up. It's more like no. Also, like with words and stuff, like whatever you type, whatever you s- like. But you can't. You can still like post it. Like they don't. Cyberhound doesn't prevent you from like some things. 
Yeah, I feel like Cyberhound's a pretty mild example of what censorship is like. But, like, if you look at other examples in our society, like, surveillance, for example, like, you were talking about, like, England and how they had a big problem with, like, surveillance and, like, yeah. kind and of reminds me of Big Brother. China with their facial recognition stuff. And it's crazy. Their, censu- their censorship, um, there was this, recently there was, like a, like, a movie. Oh, no, there was a YouTuber. Yeah. PewDiePie. <laughs> PewDiePie got banned in China because... <laughs> In one of the videos... Isn't YouTube banned in China, though? No. Yeah. Oh, well... They banned Okay, like well, Google. I feel like the VPN stuff, I don't know. Apparently, because PewDiePie laughed at a video of... Um, laughed at a photo of Xi Jinping com- being compared to, like, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. Which I've seen that. Fact. And it's kind of funny. China, please don't come at me. I guess that that's funny, like... Um, that that is a, That's an example of censorship. The... <coughs> Winnie the Pooh and Xi Jinping, like, yeah. is not allowing and people to um, post pictures of him, like, comparing him with Winnie the Pooh. Imagine if it was the same case in the U.S. Like, everyone would be in jail right now. And it's, yeah. and, you know, everyone knows TikTok. And everyone it's crazy. knows TikTok. Everyone <laughs> knows TikTok. There's, there's two different TikToks. There's China TikTok. And China TikTok bans <coughs> the words Taiwan, Taipei... Whoa. Like, Did you guys hear India banned TikTok? Which is so sad because Indian TikToks are like the best. Oh, well, they banned TikTok. Apparently, because they had like an influx of child pornography, which is censorship, that's for the good, though. It's child pornography yeah. free in TikTok. Yeah, but I mean, that's Yo, for the positive. Like, censoring child pornography is obviously a good thing. Yeah, so there's a lot of examples of censorship in. Um, 1984 and it's not just about censoring um people's outputs like um their free speech but it's also about censoring their free thought and there are a couple of ways they do this besides intense like monitoring but they also um invented a new language called newspeak as meg mentioned earlier and it's basically like like um limiting your range of language to like limit your range of thought so like basically so let for example let's say you've never like seen oh you never heard the color red or you've never heard the color green or the color orange and i say to you like okay this is green that chair is green but the gatorade cap is also green so you wouldn't know a word for orange so sort of in your mind, orange wouldn't exist for you. These would be the same color. Yeah, and it's crazy because that's, that's what's happening in like our society today too. With globalization and like the international use of the English language, there's so many words from other languages and like phrases that, that mean so much more that, that have just died and it's gone. Not even just that, but you look at, like, abbreviations in text, like uh-huh. LOL, LMAO, like, does that, is that restricting our speech? Is that a good thing, or is that a bad thing? What do you guys Do think? you think that's, like, a conspiracy? Like, the Western world has just been planning this from the, from <laughs> oh the get-go? God. From the <laughs> get-go? Like yeah. What if that's their way to, to influence everybody to fall under one regime? Because I remember Mr. Crook was talking to us in, like, ninth grade about how, like, text languages and abbreviations, they limit our speech. But I brought it up to Mr. Berg in, like, APGO last year, and he was like, I think it's a good thing. 
Why does he think it's a good thing? I guess because it just makes things ease easier. Like it makes anyone can use well, like text speech now. It makes, makes things easier, but you've lost that like. But I mean, like you've lost saying laugh out loud to LOL. Like, is that really no, a no, big no. sacrifice? I mean, okay, laugh out loud, like lol versus like, have you have you watched? Have you watched Hamilton? Yeah. Okay. Have Hamilton. you watched <laughs> Hamilton? Like, or like listen to Hamilton? If you look at like how people communicated before, versus how people communicate yeah. now, our, our range of language is so like stifled. It's so. It's been so simplified and like. Yeah. Tapered I, out. I honestly think it's kind of cool though. At the same time, because like all of our slang and how like different areas have different like words that you know our slang use. So, like, you know, in California, you could have, like, an entire set of, like, slang words, and in New York, it's, like, entirely different. Like, in a sense, I think that's cool, because it's just, like, <laughs> it's a way to communicate with people, and it's, like, almost a sense of community. Like, even in ISM, like, we have our own, like, slang words and, like, ways to say things that if I came from another school, I wouldn't know what you guys are talking about. But would you think that that's also sort of part of the problem, because in our, like, a universal... <coughs> Like in in the language of English, like you'd sort of be creating like sub sub things that people like. But it's also like understand. a part of culture, though. Like certain minority groups or like ethnic groups just talk differently, or like they have different slang words, and like over time, that's kind of diffused into our into like everyone. Like if you look at like rap and stuff, like there are certain things that people say, and now like we all say it because we hear it in media and we like mimic that, even though it's not really necessarily part of our culture. That's pretty cool because like it i don't know like it's it's it is globalization but in a way it's kind of bittersweet like it's good and bad because you lose parts of your own culture but you get to take on parts of other people's culture if that makes sense i don't know if you guys agree uh, with that I, I disagree with that i disagree too i think that like slang and abbreviations like oh people who know me know like i say lol a lot <laughs> and like i would rather be able to have a more fluent way of expressing myself than than just saying like lol or if you say like for example like not to crap on our name like oh that's so lit like what do you mean exactly by that yeah i just feel like slang shows how the english language is so dynamic and always changing because even back then they had certain things that they would say in like certain slang words like it's not a new concept that's my opinion at least yeah i think that like there's a difference between making new slang and um sort of shortening the our range of speech because like like you said new slang is essentially you're creating s sort of new feelings in a sense right i mean i just feel like that's been happening since the beginning of time though like the simplification of words and i don't think that's a bad thing it just makes language more accessible to everyone in my opinion so you don't think that new speak would be a bad thing yeah well new speak is a bad thing because it's enforced by the government well, why 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 is it bad just because it's enforced by the government? Because you don't get a say in whether you want to partake in it or not. Like slang is not the same well, thing as new speak. It's basically the same. So if if you speak to your friend in a in a in a slang, they wouldn't in understand. They 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 wouldn't understand, and they'd ask you, what you know, what you're saying. But and like, then, and then they're kind of forced to say because because you're saying it too, and yeah. then other people around you are saying it too. So you. You don't want to use it, but you're forced to because all your friends, you see your friends are doing it. Yeah, because I don't think you're 
forced to use slang just because other people want to use it. Well, like it's part of conformity. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I but think that's your problem if you want to be a sheep and conform. No, like but like, why do you use slang? Why do you, you why do you use ISM slang? I, not really. I don't. Okay, well, why do you use why slang? do you use slang? In general? I use slang because of the way that I grew up. Everyone talked in slang. There you so go. There but you that's go. no. There but you it's go. because like it's a You're part of like my identity. Like that's how people grew up where I yeah. talked. Well, it's the same with the government. If it's someone grows up in a government that forces you to use slang, like you speak, yeah, it's basically like you're growing <laughs> up <laughs> with you speak. You're growing up with slang. See, see? No, but it's different because no one sat me down and said you have to talk like this. I just learned to talk like that because that's just that was my vocabulary. Yeah, because that that's the only thing that you knew. In, but there's other things I knew. I just chose to talk like that. In in 1984, they don't necessarily sit them down and say you have to use this word. With with like the children, they're literally from the ground up teaching them just this limited vocabulary of new speak words, like like mm, ungood. But like. it's punishable. Well, it wouldn't be punishable if they didn't know like <coughs> what it was and. At, like to an extent, newspeak is similar to slang. Like, slang is, is like, or abbreviations. No, is but newspeak was created to eliminate rebellion. <laughs> so what we're so what we're getting at here is that Meg agrees with newspeak. <laughs> okay, well, you guys. Guys, if what you're if making it's not the same thing though. I'm gonna get attacked for this, and I am getting attacked for this. But like, it's I don't think it's the same thing at all. Okay, well, if you if you're gonna make a society. Make sure <laughs> Meg doesn't make the make sure hey, make sure okay. Meg's not the leader because <laughs> she's gotta make all of us use LOL. Oh my god! Like what I slang do you use? Well, I grew up in like a city, San Francisco, mm-hmm. and so like of course like I've stopped saying certain words because like no one could understand me. Meg Meg is like like really globalized, like whitewashed globalized. Oh <laughs> my god, bro! <laughs> I swear. That's why she's kind of forced to do like to use all these slangs. I don't think I'm. I, it, in my case, like I was forced to use slang because that's how other people spoke around me. Yeah, and I, I just wanted to like fit in, right? So I, I started using slangs, and I came from a family that like I, I was so bad at English when I came, so. You know, slang words is how I started my work. It's just because the way that I talked, it would represent my cultural identity. So, like for example, like I talk way different now that I moved here. But I used to live in San Francisco, and obviously, like, if you guys have heard, like, the way that people talk within cities in the U.S. and, like, immigrant communities, it's very different. And I just, I like slang because it shows who I am. And when I go back to the States and, like, talk with all my friends, like, I understand them better than I understand people here, to be honest. I guess there's a difference um, in talking about slang and you speak because... There is. Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. I know, okay. Well... In a sense, because there are similarities. Okay, in a sense, because in our world, they're just not completely globalized. So we don't have Oceania. We have, like, San Francisco, L.A., um, the Philippines, Japan. So we're not all the same. So in when you have slang from one place, it's not, like, a single language. Do you, yeah, I don't know. you know what I mean? Like, if you have slang, then it shows sort of your culture from that place. Because in 1984... You don't get to travel anywhere. Like you're all in the same, you're all in the same, like under the same government, same culture. That's in quotation marks. Like. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. All right, now we can talk about other aspects of. <laughs> that we yeah. Can. So, what do you think about um, 
the aspect of like history in 1984 because uh, in 1984 society um, basically everything before Ingsoc's formation so Ingsoc formed like in the 1950s or 60s okay so basically World War II happened w- then World War III happened then Ingsoc was formed in like the 60s right so everything before Ingsoc was sort of like removed as history or rewritten yeah. and everybody under Big Brother under Ingsoc thinks that or like is fed information that Ingsoc is all that has existed for like centuries and centuries and millennia. So rewriting history can be seen a lot throughout Persepolis which is a book that we're reading in English right now or finished reading it and it kind of talks about how like the Iranian um, revolution and how um, they kind of rewrote history to make it seem as if they were the victors throughout everything and that they were the best and kind of eliminating their country's previous elements of history. And I feel like that's just kind of a way to manipulate. And it's definitely like a propaganda, almost. And it's not just Persepolis, I mean, because it's Iran. Yeah, I mean, in Iran, yeah. What about the the thing in China, the Tiananmen Square massacre? I don't remember what that was about. (laughs) Yeah, it was was hidden. It was hidden from, like, the, the Chinese, like, History books. Oh. Also, just, yeah. like, things that, like, even if you look at, like, the history of India, for example, like, in 1984, there was, like, a genocide against the Sikhs, but, like, they don't want to talk about it. See, and, like, the uh, Muslims up in... China. Yeah. Yeah. No one's talking about it. No one's posting yeah. hashtag pray for whoever. <laughs> pray for the Muslims. Sna- <laughs> on pray their Snapchat. The you know, it's, the media's been skewed so much I agree. it's like it's so biased in western society and yeah. it's kind of sad like the coverage on the Notre, the Notre Dame fires yeah that was and the donations crazy crazy people cared more about a stupid building than, than a people. whole yeah than exactly, people dying than people dying and it, it's almost kind of funny in a way that like 1984 is so right like we're losing so much of our humanity that like we care more about like a couple of bricks than like children because you know? because we've there was wood, wood. I'm sorry. <laughs> Correction. We've been like, uh, kind of brainwashed. Yeah, I guess so. Built yeah. upon this idea that that money is so much more valuable than our humanity, Ooh. and and yeah, that's 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 a thought process that goes to I feel like a lot of ISM kids. <laughs> That's actually really beefing. Now out we here. can't tie it up. That like you just opened that. That's kind of good. Yeah, because people people just want to compete with each other now. People For just want to yeah, exactly. They just want to get good grades. Well, what do you get with good grades? Oh, you get to good school. What do you get with a good school? You get to a good job. What does that get you? Well, I don't think it's money. just a matter of wanting good grades to get money. I think it's also like wanting to also like fit in with your peers we fit in with your society like wh- what is your place in getting good grades you need like exactly I, exactly that's what that's what i mean people care more about fitting in than actual like you know humanitarian cause i suppose but i, I, I <laughs> big ups to you because i know you want to get good grades but you also want to pursue your, your dreams with like guitar and stuff and that's what you like big ups that's to good you. big ups big to ups. you <laughs> big ups. Thanks, thanks bro i salute I mean, but yeah, it, it, that that's how that's I said culture to you. Yeah, it's a yeah, lot of like, is. if someone's against you, even if they're your friend, 
and it's competition and it's grade based like i've seen people just like forget that they're friends with that person oh, exactly yeah i've seen and that be too. like oh like they like you know what i mean like people have an attitude where it's like me 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 i i i yeah like it, they can only be successful because as as you know i don't like to say this my parents say, say it to it. me all the time but we all have this like entitled um kind of like attitude entitlement attitude. i agree we're like we're like entitled little kids because we've we've grown up in like in such privileged household and we don't understand what it's like to live you know not privileged poor, exactly yeah. so we take everything for granted and we just want 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 and that goes along with the great stuff too that's scary that's scary that how everyone just like everyone all everyone can think about now is grades and you know, I don't want people calling me a hypocrite because I, I, I do that too. I feel the same. I've yeah. noticed myself doing it more because everyone else is. Because, like, people talk to each other as a way. I find myself doing it more because other people do it too. And it's, like, a way to almost, like, talk to people. Like, oh, like, what did you get for that? Like, how's it going in this class? But, like, when you look back and you listen to all of it, like, pan out it's just so annoying yeah like people don't even have conversations about like how they're doing like within friends it's all just about like this teacher and like this grade and i got a five and i like okay i feel like yeah like you shouldn't aim for fives but like it's not that bad to get a five and i feel like we've all been brainwashed and like by other people saying how bad fives are so like now i'm like oh like if i get a five that's so trash but in reality like you're it's not that bad and i don't like this culture where people like exaggerate the importance of SATs that they get f tutors that cost 50,000 pesos I mean SATs are important I don't okay. know what do you mean exaggerate you're not even going to America I know exactly I know but like people are like because pe all basically everyone in our grade are taking the SATs I feel the need to take the SATs you're not taking the SATs well, because I you're might not now because everyone's like, oh, but are you going to the going US then like don't it's useless no, but I get what you're saying, like, the culture of our grade, or the culture of our school <laughs> <laughs> is just super, like, inbuilt on grades, and that becomes a toxic environment when that's all people care about, as opposed to friendships or, like, even having fun. And I feel like that's why we can be so uptight sometimes. Yeah, I think ISM is low-key uptight, like, compared to other schools. Yeah. Compared to other schools, but, I mean... You're paying this much for yeah. an education. That's so another so point. Like that, that's another thing. Like you, is it you, just, yeah. you really need to like max it out. Yeah, max it out in terms of like of grades. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like if you don't take your it, like if you don't max out your education, are you being privileged again by like not? Do you know what I mean? Like that's it's hard true. to say. That's a dilemma. But like it's funny because when I moved here, like at my old school, like if you studied, everyone would be like, "Haha, lame!" Like you're a nerd. But here, if you don't study, everyone's like, I don't respect you. Like, you don't have any goals in life and stuff like that. So I was like, wow, like, the culture is just so different. And, and it's kind of a good thing, but it has its downsides as well. Yeah, I agree that it also has its downsides. It's scary. Now our mindset is just like that. Yeah, and how, like, it's just always about grades. Yeah. Like, think about how many times a day you talk about grades and, like, tally it. And people want to be, like, like equal to each other at, like, like, because I've never gone to, well, I've gone to a different school, but that school <laughs> was also obsessed with grades, Ateneo, one big fight. <laughs> but I've never been to a environment where people weren't so anal about grades. 
but like so this is all i've known like in my life so i don't really that's know that's crazy that if it's normal or not what if what if we were you know what if we grew up in like not this kind of environment like what if your dad was like a like a like one of those guys have you seen mr fantastic or what, what what's it called <laughs> no the cap, captain captain no, it's Captain oh, Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. I think the guy with the the guy with the RV and yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, lives yeah. with his kids uh, in the woods. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Growing up like a free-range chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I love to grow up like a free-range yeah. chicken. But also just like the lack of independence that we have. You know what? Um, 1984 reminds me of the. Uh, you know, I, c- I feel like I can connect it to uh, Kurt Vonnegut's uh, short story, Harrison Bergeron. Harrison Bergeron. Yeah. That, that freaked me out. But how, how, how can you connect it to Harrison Bergeron? Because the government, yeah. they, the, control the, the, you. they control you. They, they want everyone to be equal. Oh and so they yeah. put all these things on you. And it's crazy. It's crazy that that, that might happen to us someday because all these, like, you know, I'm not saying equality is bad. No, but that's but, so, but yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying because, like, I'm always like, yeah, equality, equality. And then I watched that and I read it and I was like, wait, but extreme equality is exactly. not It's not the good. Move. I think everyone can't be equal. I think it's also funny to, like, look at that and also look at on 1984 because it's sort of opposite to um, 1984. That's like communism times 9,000. In 1984? No, like, what's it called? Uh... Harrison Bergeron. Yeah, true. Imagine having being... I don't know. (sighs) Whatever. Sorry. But I guess it's like how... There's an example like... Oh, no, I don't know if I should say it. Why? Like, you know how like in the college like application system, (laughs) like they try to make everyone super like equal and like they try to be like, okay, minorities, like there's a certain quota for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... But then it still ends up being so flawed, and people still complain about how, like, oh, now agents have, like, an advantage in the system or, like, whatever. Yeah, I guess so. Well, you know, we the world's never black and white. We can we can never be right or wrong. That's a, that's an either-or fallacy. <coughs> you know, it's always, it's always something <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> and, yeah, honestly, every, like, no one can always be right. If everyone believes uh, like an obviously false fact, does that make it true? Yeah, that's that's what we were talking in TOK. It's like yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's let's talk about that. We were talking about memories, right? Yeah. And then it's like it's like you try to recall that memory, and then you just you just like this memory could be not what it seemed to be, and you just you because because you keep thinking it and re-saying it in your head, and you tell it to people. You believe that it's your reality. Making yourself yeah. believe a lie. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what the, the government in 1984 is like. If they say that, um, this was an example in the book, 2 plus 2 equals 5. Obviously, 2 plus 2 like, doesn't equal 5. But if everybody says it, the government like tells everybody 2 plus 2 equals 5. Everybody around you believes it. Does that make... But is there like a justification? Like why 2 plus 2 equals 5? <laughs> well but is it justification for why 2 plus 2 well equals 4? I mean, there is. Yeah. yeah that's, a dumb, that's a dumb thing to say. 2 plus 2 <laughs> equals 4. It's about like... If like a, a fact so clear that like you would it's know... It's not even debatable. It's not even debatable. But if everybody believes it, if the government makes it so that everybody believes it, does that make it true? Like... 
That's um, also what we were talking about, like conformity and like slang, right? How like if everyone's doing it, you feel pressured to do it, and then you just believe that it's a way of your speech. Exactly. Yeah. That's and like you speak, also uh, what do you call this? Like in uh, North Korea. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go to North Korea. Yeah, what's going on in North Korea? What's, what's popping, Mr. Well Kim? Well, actually, I was popping with Mr. Like the old Mr. Kim. Poppin? Poppin with the other Mr. Kim, like the older guy. And like, you know how people in uh, North Korea, like the government says like, oh, he can walk on water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that. If he grow up like believing he can walk on water, even though it's such like a false fact. Then people are going to believe that, like, it. You would, you would end up believing it if, it if that was all you knew. Yeah. And it, that's, that's also like religion. I don't want to talk, you know, I don't, don't want to go into yeah. the hot topic, but I am like, I have a religion and stuff, and I believe that. But who knows it's true? Who knows, you know, who knows God's out there? I think. And we, 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 we believe it because we have faith in what we believe in. It's like we've been yeah. told since, like, a young... Or just a way to blame everything on in the world that's, like, not going very well. You can be like, oh, well, it's not my will. It's God's it's will. It's God's will. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Blaming it on God. <laughs> Well, people do that, though. Yeah, people do do that. Like, I'm not saying that it's, like, a common belief, but people definitely Not like do you that. blame it on God. It's, like, they don't necessarily yeah. blame it. They just, like, say, oh, this is part of God's plan. So and it's, like, like, I can't do anything about yeah, it. Exactly. If you, yeah, exactly. If you didn't have, like, a belief, then, like... So what's, what's, uh, what's, what's the, the, the... Uh, does it talk about religion in 1984? Well, that's obviously suppressed, too, right? Uh, because religion is, like, ideals. So basically, in 1984, the only... The only, <coughs> the only ideal or the only thing that exists is the party or in yeah. sock. That's like, that's what people like dedicate their lives to serving. And the, re- the reason why um, they're dedicated to this in sock thing is because the high class people um, basically control the lower class people. So most of society is like the proles and they're like the poor people who are too like insignificant to yeah you no know way. what you know what the society feels like what the ussr oh, with the, like the usa you know the like usa the bill. With, the, <laughs> with the rich oligarchs and um, the poor people yeah uh, yeah i was like i was thinking about afghanistan because like i'm like my religion is a religious minority in afghanistan and they are basically being ethnically cleansed there because yeah. it is majority muslim but, like, no one's ever heard about it, right? Right, right, exactly. And so, like, now, like, there used to be, like, millions, if not, like, hundreds of thousands, and now there's only, like, 300 families left in all of Afghanistan. So I just think that that's also super terrifying because not only, like, has there been no media coverage about it, um, but there's just such a lack of freedom of religion and how these people are getting wiped out every single day and nothing is ever being done about it. That's super sad to me. It's, it's happening with, like, the Muslims, too, especially in, like, Myanmar and, like, yeah, the China and the Kurds in Syria. Uh, no, one, no one talks about them because they're a minority group. Yeah. And, and the religion, the, the religion of Islam, we've been painted in, like, oh, yeah. in such a bad way that no one cares about us anymore. People are almost, like, desensitized to it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they've seen, like, especially in Afghanistan, like, Fighting has been ongoing since the 1970s. And, like, I get that, you know, it's rep- it's a repetitive. Like, people die every single day there. But at, like, some point, like, there are people that just are like, whatever. Like, it's 
never going to stop. Like, people are desensitized to, like, the killings. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I, I want to go on, like, Nabil's <coughs> point of, like, um, m- Muslims being, like, sort of vilified in society. Like, um, you can see people who are really, like, racist <coughs> and they vilify Muslims. They, like get out of our country oh this yeah, is yeah. this is america yeah this is america right here and that's similar to how people are being controlled in 1984 so george orwell predicted that like every day these people in 1984 have two minutes hate so basically they get up and they look at this like projector like you can find a clip of it and it's basically the villain i forgot what his name was like gold something and basically they spend like two m- minutes of their day like just like F you, like, yeah. I hate you, I hate you. Yeah, and yeah. that's, I feel like that's also, s- like, some people um, directing their hatred towards, like, Muslims and sort of being distracted yeah, by that. Even, like, if you look at India and Pakistan, like, there's so much negativity towards Muslims because of something that happened, you know, in, like, 1947 during partition. And although their cultures are so, so similar, similar mm-hmm. yeah. there's so, which is so, resi- there's so much hate about it. And, like, even though, like, you would think, like, that this is really bad, like what you were talking about, Christian. Like, it happens in every single country. Yeah. Like, there's always, w- like, even if you look at India, like, there's a lot of minority religious groups, but because Hinduism is so dominant, it's like 80% of 90, something like crazy like that, like, of the population, like, that's the country's main focus. So, if you see, like, because in Hinduism it's banned to eat beef, so uh-huh. if you eat beef, it's a crime. But, like, what about all the other religious minorities that, you know, have beef as a part of their culture like they're essentially being like cut off the map and like being forced to succumb into the majority religion do you realize how like whitewashed the news in the history is yeah is this okay uh meg has to leave right now so So my mom's gonna like kill me so this has been good it's been a good time oh my god is her mom censoring see remember we were like oh all right, back again. Hi it's yeah. only me and Christian because Meg had to leave. Meg is gone. Meg goes vaporized. Who's Meg? <laughs> Who's Meg? I don't. I don't remember Meg. What, what is a Meg? What is a Meg? That's not Newspeak. That's not Newspeak, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I uh, like that. Uh, what else were we talking about? No, we were talking about White Wash History. Oh yeah, White Wash History. Yeah. That's it's happening. You know, Pe- people don't care what's going on in the Middle East. People don't care what's going on in Southeast Asia. People only care about. What's going on in the, in the U.S.? Not, in not undermining their, like, suffering and, like, the casualty there, of course. but of like Yeah, but it's just not as recognized. Like, people are yeah. so blind to it, you know. And that's a problem with America right now. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> they're ignorant. Well, <laughs> don't yeah. you think that's a generalization? Like, uh, an overgeneralization of Americans? Most, I'd say. Most? Most. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think I think I think there's just a lot of Americans. I guess so. So like you have a whole range. Yeah, I would I say I most. I guess yeah. it's not, I guess it's not fair for me to say that. Yeah, but a, a lot, a significant portion don't know what's going on in the world. Yeah. And have you seen those videos like uh, the Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. what is? Um, it's like where's Korea? They don't. Those have no I, idea. I, I, is are those are those actors or are those actual people? I have no clue. See, this is what we don't know. We I don't know. We don't know what we're seeing. We don't. We don't. We can't believe in what we see because everything's been altered and everything. C- 
could be fake. Yeah, well, what if, like, society as we knew it was, <coughs> like, different from society as we know now? Like, what if society before was uh, way better and then something just, like, messed up and some global government like Ingsoc is, like, now controlling us and we don't realize it because that's all we've known? That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's yes. scary. Fear. Yeah. That's our theme. Another thing in 1984, like you said, um, with like sort of whitewashing history or whitewashing current events. So basically the party is able to rewrite history. And in, in the book, they're basically able to make like things that weren't possible before, like class divide, une like uneducation, like mass atrocities. They were able to like normalize that. Because oh wow, because of because in their like way of rewriting history, like they see like oh it's always been that way so it's okay. Fake news, fake news, bro. Fake news. <laughs> now that's a crazy thing. We don't, you know, we can't really. Okay, we can't really, <laughs> we can't really trust. Trust, trust us in this. What we so see are you more of a rationalist or an empiricist? I'd say empiricist. Really, I like having stuff justified like you know when i do homework right and then i look at the answers i'm like how do i get these to these answers <laughs> up? it's like i don't just l i don't like just writing it down i want to know how to get to the answer so that's why i like it when teachers post answers and then they have the how to the yeah. solutions <laughs> on it so bill yeah do you think people's fear of um this dystopian society is realistic yeah definitely so you think we're on our way to something like this? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't like thinking it, but it's definitely possible. It's possible. And I, I hope it doesn't happen in my lifetime. I hope it happens in my, like, grandkids' lifetime. Wow, so y you just hate your grandkids. I don't hate my grandkids, but <laughs> I just don't want to live in this society when that happens. I would I wouldn't want I'd rather be an alien <laughs> outside. Uh, hashtag Area Twenty One. Yeah, hashtag Area Twenty One baby sponsored by um we're gonna say that. <laughs> oh sorry. This is we'll, we'll bleep that out. Uh, sponsored by the HS library. <laughs> Alright, let's get back into it. Alright, let's get So do you think like okay, so you say it's possible that our society turns out like that. How do you think that our society wouldn't turn out like what do you think it would take for our society not to turn out like that? Individuality. Individuality. Yeah. As long as people have their individuality, there's going to be... People are going to have their own opinions. And they're going to have their own thoughts. And they're going to do whatever it takes to get it heard. And yeah. I like those people. Sometimes they're kind of like... Sometimes actions they do are questionable. You know, sometimes sometimes people are extreme extremists, yeah, and that's not okay. But you know, if you're peacefully protesting or you know you really making your voice heard, then it's okay. Yeah, as long as you stand up, like you're standing up for like what you believe in, and I think people really need to, in terms of like not being brainwashed, they really need to. You you gotta know, and you gotta know like why you know that your ways of knowing <laughs> so like 
do you know this because it's like a fact and you've experienced it or do you know this because everybody else is doing Said, it yeah, everybody else says it's true yeah you know <sighs> that's a scary part definitely and i know it's been happening but it's scary it's really scary yeah i think so too they're definitely you know a lot of uh, a lot of reasons to believe that we might be heading towards the 1984 kind of society honestly i think it's i think that's too pessimistic i don't think that we're gonna end up like that we're not okay we're not exactly gonna end up like that but there are definitely some elements of that book in our society right now yeah and even in our school right now with with cyberhound i disagree with cyberhound okay i guess whatever cyberhound and how like people people believe in the basically believe in the same thing they yeah be, they yeah. like worship grades yeah true grades is big brother power school is big brother power school's big brother baby <coughs> mm, I'm, a, I'm a hypocrite dude. that that's alliteration i love big brother I, I love do three. love seeing sevens and sixes in my power school, though. I don't like seeing threes. <laughs> Which we currently have. Four in HL physics, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get it. And the, don't get the two in your math math minor assessment. But see, I don't like letting things like grades take me down, you know? I, yeah, I'm more of an optimist. I... Think I like I I I tell myself I can do better. Usually I do. Yeah. So you guys, you can always do better in your and grades. If you guys really w- don't want to live in a society like 1984, you know, y- you have your own thoughts. Yeah. You have your own opi- opinion. Speak out. You know, you have you guys have the power to do that. And, and that's I that's why we have free speech. And I know we've been like um, berating <laughs> the ISM community, but I think they're like. A lot of people here in ISM, they do, like, we, we, there is a lot of individual thought. There is, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, there is definitely. I think it, you just see, you know, if you see our society going towards that 1984 lifestyle, dystopian society, we got to do something. Yeah, just, just, you got to speak out for what you believe in. Don't let it come to this mass government surveillance and... and Keep your independent thoughts and be fluent <laughs> with your words. I don't want to sound preachy, you know, but uh, to to all the people in our generation right now, we need to we need to clean up the mess that the boomers have made. <laughs> okay, the boomer. The boomers. Yeah, the baby boomers. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's and I'm not saying that we've got to live in a utopian society, okay? It yeah, you're never going to live in a Yeah, it doesn't society. have to be perfect, but it's got to be a world that we can live in. For your grandchildren to live in. For your grand-grand-grandchildren <laughs> to live in. For your grand-grand-grand-grand-grand-grand-grandchildren. Grand, good discussion, bro. All right, good discussion today. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have Meg. Yeah. And it right so here. S- well, just like... Um, play her a recording of her saying bye. <laughs> so that's three, two, one. No one sat me down and said you have to talk like this. Okay. <laughs> if you like this episode, um, please keep tuning in because there will be more. Um, next episode, we'll be talking about Frankenstein. 
creation, um, CRISPR, stuff like that. So if you're interested in that stuff, please, um, please tune in. And if you have any questions or if you disagree with us on any points, please shoot an email to... Shoot an email to um, me, Nabil, Christian, or Meg, What's or to the Firelit... Our Firelit... Uh, email account. Uh, what, what is it? Firelit at... Firelit at icemanila.org. Sorry, firelit at icemanila.org. Or just shoot an email to the Liham. Oh, uh, sorry. D- DM Liham. Liham's Insta page. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our pilot episode yeah. for, you know, our first Firelit podcast. Yeah. And um, I hope you found our discussions interesting. If you want to if you want to bring up some topic, you know, talking points, just like Christian said, shoot us an email. And cool. Let's uh, keep it lit. Keep keep it lit. Keep it lit with fire. Fire lit. lit. <laughs>